The short story, Michelle Roberts and Patricia Dunker. I've got more and more curious about the way the different literary forms actually overlap and can speak to each other. So I often write novels which are composed of fragments and even short stories. And I've written short stories which pretend to be novels because I think it's really fun to play with form. And I think the short story has ended up for me as being the closest to the poem that I can come up with because it it crystallises things in a very intense way. Short fiction interests me. I'm always quite careful before I start to think about how long I want a particular book to be. So that I will generally know before I begin whether I want this to be 50,000 words or 80,000 words. It's unusual that I'll be very far short of the mark. So that with short fiction, the material that you have will usually dictate its length. I wouldn't try writing a short story about someone whose volume and whose presence was going to demand a larger structure. I think that's something you learn from, again, from your reading. The use of autobiography in fiction. The speakers are Abdul Razak Gurna, Michelle Roberts, Monique Roffey and Alex Garland. I don't in any case expect that you can evade this, you know, that you can escape writing about your experiences. Or if you do, then in itself that becomes a kind of project. You can say, well, I'm going to write about everything, but I'm going to keep myself out of it. Now, what will be interesting then, if you're a reader, is to see where that suppressed self actually comes into the writing, however hard you suppress. But, you know, I don't feel like that at all, and I know a lot of writers don't. There are a lot of writers who, in fact, quite happily write about themselves. Saul Bellow being one, Philip Ross being another, who quite happily write about themselves. They make themselves the subject of their fiction. V.S. Naipaul is another one in recent times. But I still believe that, in fact, it is actually harder to keep the writer out of the writing than people imagine, or at least the kind of fiction that uh, I write and like to read. I think every novel has its root in the real world, in that it presents me with a problem that I then try and solve. It might pose a question that the novel tries to solve. The mistress class was inspired by... I can't remember what now. It's so long ago, it's it's vanished into the unconscious. I think it was inspired by a real situation in my life, in that I have sisters. I'm very interested in the relationships between sisters. It's a theme I return to. I am a twin sister. I'm fascinated by twins, by doubleness, by the other, the mirror image who's not the same as you. So there's an autobiographical element there. But I've found over and over again, every time, if you just write about yourself, you're too close to yourself, to your own stuff. You can't see it properly. So normally you end up repressing, writing quite clumpily and clumsily. And you need to open up to the world and throw your own stuff out into the world and find what T.S. Eliot called in this grandiose term an objective correlative. For this new novel, I knew I wanted to write about sisters again, particularly sisters who were rivals. I found a pair of sisters, Emily Bronte and Charlotte Bronte. And I suddenly remembered that I had wanted to write about passionate, obsessive, unrequited love. Ha ha, Charlotte had exactly that experience with her tutor, Monsieur Hege, in Brussels. So I was off. I'd found a subject in the world. But I think actually I'm writing a lot about 
my feelings about being a twin when I was little. It's not directly autobiographical, but there's an energy there. In the case of The Beach, the protagonist, and I think this is something that young writers or maybe young is the wrong word, but first-time writers often do, is that what they end up doing is they draw a lot on themselves to uh, flesh out the character. So I did that a lot, I think, with the narrator of that book, because you could do it, and then you could drop in a few things that he would do that you wouldn't do, and suddenly you've got a fictional character who will take you in different directions. Some final advice from Alex Garland, Abdul Razak Gurna, Monique Roffey, and Michelle Roberts. One thing I'd say is expect to feel that what you're writing isn't good and isn't working and don't be put off by that. I think a self-critical facility is really important and all that is is a self-critical facility. It doesn't mean that what you're writing is bad. It means that you're questioning it and that's good. A lot of people, I think, harbour some kind of ambition to write a novel. They say, one day I'm going to write a novel and they maybe find the first three pages quite easy and then they hit a kind of brick wall and they think that that brick wall means that they're not a writer and it doesn't that brick wall is just what happens when you're writing and then you work through it and then a little bit later you find another brick wall and that's what the whole thing is from start to finish be patient I think that's one advice be patient both with the writing that is to write patiently but also be patient about what you think you'll be able to do with it or achieve with it. And I guess aside from that, it's, um, like I said earlier, you, you trust whatever comes, what instinct you have for writing. I do think that your first novel takes you your whole life to write. So you may as well, if you have actually got to the stage where you're writing it and you're, you're some way into it and you feel that it's nearing the end, I mean, give yourself that extra six months or year don't blow it it's a small world out there the publishing world if you've got your in this this book you've been writing they want to see three chapters there are only so many agents if you send it out and it's not ready that's it you've blown it you know so wait till it's ready make sure it's ready show somebody who you trust show somebody who maybe who even is a writer if you can get some feedback on it get some criticism wait till it's ready and then send it out get on with it buy a notebook, fill it, buy another notebook, fill it, write down your dreams, don't tell the wrong people that you want to write because they'll mock you and laugh at you, get some friends who believe in what you're doing, which isn't necessarily your best friends or your family, which I think for beginners especially, and that's nothing wrong with being a beginner, we're all beginners every day, get a writer's group or find a good class with a good tutor, go on an Arvon course, read voraciously, I think if you want to write fiction, you must read passionately and voraciously. And I would be a bit suspicious of a would-be writer who didn't read a lot. And then finally, I'd say keep at it, keep going. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.